Let's just pray briefly. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the person behind the word. We thank you for the integrity of your word. We thank you for the capacity of your word. We thank you because we know that your word is here and amen. And every time we hear your word, it gives us capacity for achievement. It gives us strength to push forward. It gives us strength to go ahead. Lord, we thank you because as we hear your word again, our strength is renewed. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. <coughs> Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I'm sure our, our days we are blessed and our night is getting better. Um, quickly, for want of time, we're speaking on our theme for today, which is Go Forward. And our main text is taken from the book of Acts chapter 14, verse 15. I'll just read it quickly. I'm sure we've read it, we've heard it. So I'm just going to read it quickly. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore Christ thou unto me, speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forth. Speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forth. And that they go forth. That is where our theme is coined from. So speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. Praise God. So going forward from this scripture, it is not a plea. It is not a suggestion. It is a command. Speak unto them that they go forward. Not ask them, will you like to go forward? Or what do you think about going forward? It is a command that they go forward. So going forward is not longer a thing that pertains to option or something that should be weighed it is a command go forward speak unto them that they go forward and within this scripture within this statement is a whole lot one of the things i want to see is god is saying to moses that speak unto them that they go forward that means as you speak to them there is something about what you say that can catapult them to go forward. There is something that, I'll, that I've put in you that when they hear you, it propels them to go forward. Secondly, it tells me that God has no business with stagnancy. God is not a God of stagnancy. He does not want his people to be stagnant. He does not deal with stagnancy. Number two, God is number three. God is not the God of a better yesterday. <clears throat> so not that they go backward. Probably something was better backward, but that they go forward. Meaning, wherever you are, wherever you were is past. Wherever you are is even past. But going forward, there's something ahead, and for you to get what is ahead, you must go forward. God always wants his people to be on the move god wants his people to be on the move god does not want us to to be stagnant he does not want us to retreat he wants us to go forward he wants us to advance because advancement is important for destiny achievement 
Nobody gets to where they are going to by standing still. Nobody gets to where they are going to by turning back. If you turn back, we can get to where we are coming from. But when we go forward, we are in the direction of where we are going to. No matter how slow a man may be, the slowest man is better than anybody who is standing still. Because it may take a longer time, but you are in the direction of accomplishment. Moving is too vital. Moving is vital. More importantly, moving forward is more important. Of what use is speed in the wrong direction? If you are moving fast and you are moving backward, what, what a tragedy that is. Or you are doing a lot, but you are in one place. Waste of energy. What is counted for progress is when you are going forward. Amen. But I, I love this scripture especially because I realized <clears throat> how interesting the scripture went out in verse 15 that we read. <clears throat> and the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore Christ thou unto me, Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. <clears throat> Prior to this verse, we see that Moses was leading the children of Israel out of bondage, as it were, out of Egypt, out of a place of plenty affliction, a place of stagnancy because they had been in bondage for over 400 years. Stagnation. So he was moving them from a place of stagnation, from a place of bondage, from a place of pain, affliction, from a place of plenty of trial, from a place of, in quote, failure. And they were going forward to a place that God has prepared for them, a land that is filled with milk and honey. Mind you, they are going forward to it. Praise God. And the enemy, of course, will never sit down to a man that is progressing. So progress is an invitation for war. Decision to progress is, is an invitation for battle. Anybody who wants to go forward must have made up his mind to accept that opposition will not end. <clears throat> because if you are not moving at all, you know, if you if you if you are not moving, you are not a threat. If you are moving backward, you are not a threat. But when you decide to break out and go forward, <clears throat> you decide to go forward to something better, you become an opposition, and then you you attract opposition like you've never attracted in your life. So. In other words, sometimes if you face plenty of opposition, it is a sign that you are walking in a progressive dimension. Hence, opposition. Sometimes lack of opposition means no progress is made, so no threat is, is, is involved. 
then you are left alone. If you look closely at your life, you realize that every time progress is building up, opposition mounts up. Little progress, see opposition. Because the enemy will never sit down to a man who has decided to progress. That you decide to progress, you gave invitation for war. That's why someone said that life is a warfare, not a fun fair. And those that take it as a fun fair do not fare well. An invitation for war. So sometimes for some people, it is easier to just stay in one place so nobody fights. Let me be here. Let me not progress. Let me manage. Let me endure mediocrity so that I do not face opposition. It, but if you have made up your mind to exhibit the greatness that God has put in you from time immemorial, from the day creation he created you, then you must be ready for opposition. That's why one man said that there is war. Yeah. So the opposition was there as they decided to go forward. Opposition, Pharaoh and Egyptians chasing them from behind. And see, every time you go forward, the enemy cannot chase you from front. <laughs> from behind. <laughs> Chase them from behind. Pharaoh and his courts were behind. <laughs> Chasing them. Now, as, the, as I read through the scripture, because God was saying to Moses, that, why are you crying to me? I realized that from verse 1 to down to verse 14, I didn't see where Moses said anything to God. Where, whereas he was affirming to the people how powerful God was to see them through. In short, in verse 12, he said, It's not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt. These are the people talking to Moses, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye see, ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. So throughout, I'm seeing Moses affirming the people with confidence of what God can do. But then in verse 15, and the Lord said unto Moses, not to the people, wherefore Christ thou unto me, speak ye to the people. That they go forward. So it sounds to me like Moses did not show his fear, but his fear was in him. <laughs> it sounds to me like Moses did not cry and say, Oh, as he cried, because he was the man in front, he had told them about God. He kept on encouraging them, Don't worry, God will do it. But in him was fear, <laughs> in him was some doubt, in him was some concern about tomorrow. About what the future holds. In him was some element of the same fear that the people carried. <laughs> so God was talking to the one who should lead them, not to the people now. He said, The Lord said to me, Therefore, Christ out to me. But I didn't hear him cry. I didn't hear him say anything negative. Lord, where did you hear this cry now? Like some of us may be in situations, we quoted the scripture, but we are crying unto him. We have told the people, don't worry, this is God can handle it, but we are crying unto him. 
we have exhibited faith in quote but fear has overwhelmed our hearts because when we look at the future it is so bleak when we look at how deep we are and where we are how far what we want is from us we do not see the possibility of how it can become though we speak it with plenty words but the heart is shaking in fear sometimes it sounds like what Jesus was talking to Peter about. He said, Peter, lovest thou me more than this? Then he said to him, he said, When thou art converted, <laughs> strengthen thy brethren. This was Peter, who should be the bravest among them all. But he said to him, When thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. So he said to him, Cry not to me. Who cry unto me, Moses? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. <laughs> irrespective of the situation the direction remains forward <laughs> the greatest answer to opposition is to march forward he said but there is red sea march forward you see he gave him the instruction that they should march forward before the lord now said unto him he said lift up <coughs> the road but first of all they have to decide to march forward before he said, lift up thy rod and stretch out thy hand, and then the sea was divided. No, no, no. God wanted to see, he wanted first of all, a people who are ready to march forward against all odds. To take the city, to take the territory against all odds. No way, but they believe. Like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That it, we know that God is able to, but perversion he does not. We are ready to die like this. A people who have decided that there is no place for us behind. <laughs> there is no place for us at the bottom. <laughs> there is no place for us even at the middle. The top is our destination. Radical in belief. Absolute in pursuit. No place. No other direction than forward. Even if forward looks looks attacking it is forward even if there is a red sea it is even if there is a storm it is forward forward go forward <clears throat> go forward forward is not just like a direction go forward Whatever you, the forward that God may want for your life, go forward. But for some, it, it, like it looks in Nigeria, it looks almost impossible for anybody who is a Christian to be in politics. And that is the forward. Go forward. Oh. Ah. Go forward. And the thing about God is when he tells you to go forward, He's not telling you to go to a place where he's not. He's actually telling you to go to a place where he wants to manifest himself. And it is your going there that gives him opportunity to manifest. <laughs> so the manifestations you may be looking for where you are standing is in the place where he's asking you to march to. Irrespective of the opposition. Go forward. That's why maybe God could tell someone to 
start up a business against odds, against all odds, against all odds. God may stir up in someone to plan for their marriage against all odds. You see, but I do not see how. Go forward. <laughs> or plan for that master's program you are planning to do. Or plan to relocate from that city where you are to the place where you want to be. And it does not look like it is. But go forward against all odds. Is God speaking to someone? <laughs> go forward. And in going forward, in going forward, when we take this radical instruction from God, like we said, going forward, it is a command. Go forward. It is not a suggestion. If it is not a suggestion, then forward is our destination. It is the destination of the believer. So God is just turning our hearts and saying, go forward. Go forward. As it pertains to the ministry, go forward. You know, sometimes it's easier to tell people to go forward than to go forward yourself. <laughs> you know, you've been in a situation where the experiences that you've had reminds you of the messages that you have preached. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, ah, you are going through this, you have advised the people before, then you are in it. Then you begin to remember the advice you were giving. <laughs> That's how. Moses told the people, don't be afraid. God said, why are you crying to me? You have told them not to be afraid. <laughs> you have told them that the, the, the Egyptians they see today, they won't see again. Go forward. Go forward. Are you broke? Go forward. Are you afraid? Go forward. Are you feeling handicapped? Go forward. Does it look like it won't happen? Go forward. The job is not coming. Go forward. The business doesn't look like it's going like you want it. Go forward. It is in your pressing that you will get to your resting. So go forward. And there is wonders awaiting anyone who dares to go forward. Because they dared to go forward from where they were. We have a great, a great wondrous work like we have not seen before. Red Sea parted. People walked on dry land on the command of go forward. Ah. Imagine what wondrous work you are missing by standing still. Moses says, stand still. God said, go forward. <laughs> Wondrous works, wondrous things, radical, miraculous, await anyone who dares to go forward. Dare to go forward on the platform of the word of God. Go forward.
Amen. Now, when we speak about going forward, you know, it is vitally important that we understand that uh, the world does not see forward the way the kingdom sees forward. What forward is to the world is not necessarily what forward may be to the kingdom. And forward may be people-specific in different dimensions and in different areas of our lives. But God wants a sect that is ready when they have recognized where to go, what to do, that they stand no more still, that they push forward. You know, every great work that you have ever seen are people who dared to go forward against all odds. If you talk about business, D. Rockefeller, one of the greatest businessmen I've ever been, John D. Rockefeller, he was a Christian, a staunch Baptist member, Christian to the core. He tightened consistently until he increased his tight to about 90%. He took over all of the businesses. In short, he had the biggest oil company. His company became so big, he bought everything that there was. He started pipeline transportation of oil. <laughs> These were things that were not dead for because he dared to go forward. <laughs> His company was so big that the U.S. government said this company is too big for only one man to have. <laughs> so they took it from him and split the company. It is one of the splits that you have at Chevron. <laughs> All of these great oil companies, are they are splits from that great company. <laughs> He dared to go forward. You know, I was going to cite examples from ministry. Then I, I decided to take one from business because most times we think that these things happen only in ministry. Your ministry is what God has called you to do. Not necessarily the microphone that you are called to hold. Not everyone is called to hold microphone. Your pulpit may be in the business world. Your pulpit may be in politics. Your pulpit may be in the market, but wherever it is, you must go forward. Great men of faith, the people of later bishop, later um, bishop in the Benson and the of blessed memory, they dared to go forward. In the time of Abasha, when Abasha announced and the government announced that there should be no more crusade, later bishop was not in the country, and God told him that he should go and organize a crusade in Nigeria. He came and he painted the biggest banner of his life. <laughs> the biggest banner for a crusade. <laughs> and he had the third days crusade. <laughs> Against all odds. <laughs> so go forward. Don't allow the policies to limit you. It will always be policies that limit people. They will always be situ The situation can never be right. The time can never be right. The situation can never be pleasant enough. But it's against all odds. Go forward. See, I think tonight God is just charging our hearts that we, that we quit planning to go forward and go forward. It is not a plan to make, it is a step to take. 
Oh, I like that one. I, that's how it. That's how it is. God has said it. Go forward. It is not a plan to make. It is a step to take. Go forward. So I'm charging our hearts that we go forward. Press on. Go beyond the mark. In prayer, in study, in intellect, in knowledge. Who, who, who said that a believer cannot be so knowledgeable until the people of the world begin to inquire of them how things are done? <laughs> who said the only thing we can do is only to pray and then to read Bible? Those things propel and bring it to manifestation, greater things that they have ever experienced. But what is inspiration? It is the Spirit of God working in our imagination. So what problems that normal people cannot solve, believers can prefer solution. Like in the case of Daniel. In going forward, against all odds, I'm sure you are aware of how depraved and how unprivileged Daniel was as a slave from another country. You are not permitted to run in anything like politics. Of rich history, Bible history, it's impossible. But against all odds, the slave boy became one of the princes. Princes, one of the princes. Then he became the president. <laughs> ah, against all odds. Go forward. Then see what happened. By his decision to go forward, it, it awakened the brethren. So that people like Shejak, Meshach, and Abednego became part of the princes. <laughs> so go forward. Because your going forward is a part to provoke other believers around you to march ahead. <laughs> people say because there is a set of people that they are following the crowd. If the crowd Imagine the believers, all of us, we are the crowd. We are walking in the right direction. Then the world is following the crowd. Then where is the crowd heading to? In the right direction. <laughs> so, go forward. Nobody, nobody follows people who are behind. <laughs> Anybody who goes forward is easily noticed. Easily noticed. Go forward. In your academics, push. Go forward. Everything. Go forward. I, I trust that as, as God hits it in our hearts, every of our plans that we have made, that we have procrastinated over time, God will help us to from today go forward with them. In the name of Jesus. That the hope of procrastination be destroyed in our life. That the seed of fear be destroyed. That the hope of mediocrity be destroyed. We go forward. Ah. See what happens after they went forward. Pooh, Red Sea opened. Then they crossed over. Then see a sect. See what happens when people pursue a people. 
who are following a command from divinity. They pursue too. Because the aim is to stop them from going forward. Then the rest is swallowed them up. See, if you stay where you are, what is pursuing you will swallow you up. <laughs> but if you go forward, what is pursuing you will be swallowed up. <laughs> ah. If you stay where you are, what is pursuing you will swallow you up. It will catch up with you and swallow you up. But if you go forward according to this instruction, what is pursuing your fears, worries, limit, limitations will be swallowed up. <laughs> so it, it's your decision to make. Do you want to be swallowed up, cut up, neutralized? Or you want whatever is pursuing you to be neutralized, swallowed up, condemned? Reduced to nothing, then take the leap of faith. Go forward. God said, Go forward. And He's looking at you and He says, If you keep standing there, there's little or nothing that can be done for you. But if you take that step and you go forward, <laughs> too much awaits you. Too much. Too much awaits you. From that point, when they moved forward, it was conquering all the way. Nobody stood before them that they did not surmount. They ran through a troop. They were not stopped. They leaped over walls. They were not broken. Walls were dropped down for their sake. They, from, they stepped on the river Jordan. It dried up. From that time, from going forward, it opened them to be miraculous. Opened them to a life of constant manifestation of the power of God. So, brethren, the, the decision is to go forward. This forward all the way. Forward all the way. We trust God that as we go in this command, that the mind of the one that gave the command, we are sure of, will back us to see us to our destination. Forward is the way. You have worked in this mountain long enough. Go forward. Go forward. Someone may be tempted to say, Oh, where I am, there is no battle. But, if, but going forward, there is battle. Why don't I stay here and rest? No, no, no. Where you are, it's not like there is no battle. Being where you are is a sign that you are surrendered to the opposition. <laughs> so it's, it's like a battle lost. No one shoots at a dead soldier <laughs> in war. <laughs> it is only the living that is under attack. <laughs> If you go forward, God is sure to bring you to your promised land.
God is sure to bring where he wants you to be. Father, we give you thanks. Father, we give you glory. We exalt you. What is my counsel? By all means, hear where God wants you to go, what he wants you to do. When you are headed with all thy might, do what he has asked you to do. Go where he has asked you to go. Even if there is no road <laughs> to the place. Because he is the way, the truth and the light. When there is no way, God can make a way. <laughs> oh, there are three dimensions. God can show you the way. <laughs> then God can make a way. Then if, if these two are not available at all, God will become the way. <laughs> To ensure that you go forward against all of us. May the Lord bless us and bless his word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. God bless us.